Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network of Podcasts. Cliff Jumper, commence countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. The Transformers, more than meets the eye. Yeah, you know you're in trouble. You still having voice problems? Just playing it off. B, I want to talk to you about the college thing, okay? I'm so excited! Hey, I'm not taking you with me. I'm gonna wait outside, okay? I meant to tell you about this earlier. It's just that, you know, here's the thing. Freshmen aren't allowed to have cars. I know, and if it was up to me, I'd take you with me, but it's not, B. Look. You're an Autobot. You shouldn't be living in my dad's garage. I mean, you're suffocating in here. You deserve better than this. This is hard enough, man. Don't make it harder. Can you just look at me, please? Come on, big guy. Look, the Guardian thing is done, okay? You did your job. Look, I'm safe now. You need to go be with Optimus Prime and the others. I just want to be normal, B. That's why I'm going to college. And I can't do that with you. It's not the last time I'm going to see you, you know, B? Come on, don't do that. B, you're killing me, B. But you'll always be my first car. Love you, B. Hello, and welcome to the 33rd episode of ToyCast, sponsored by BigBadToyStore.com, where you can find, or, well, you can save up to 20 to 90% on over 1,000 items. I am your host, TF2 and Mike, and joining me in this new year is Brian Kilby. Hello. Hey Mike, how's it going? It's going. How are you? Cold. <laughs> I know the feeling. Oh boy, it's like it just came up and snuck up on us. It's got to be that global warming. Yeah, I'm skeptical of everything, but I, 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 I've made the joke that oh, you know, haha, global warming. But I mean, like I said, I'm skeptical of everything, but I don't know enough about environmental science to make a you know determination one way or the other whether or not global warming is bunk or not. So. Or it could be global freezing. <laughs> yeah, who knows? We're coming out of an ice age, so. 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 2009 is gone. 2010 is here. Um, new year, new stuff. Uh, we've got tons of stuff over here at Geekcast Radio. We've got, uh, we will have four main shows running. Two are going to be running weekly, and then the other two are going to be running the opposite weeks of each other. We've got Tooncast and Movie Week in Review, and then we've got the Beast Unleashed podcast and uh, the Secret Origins podcast, which that is a Justice League review show. On top of everything else that we do. Ugh. Yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, we, we remain busy. We're adding a, a third regular podcast. Uh, uh, I don't even know the name of it right now, but it's a uh, Power Rangers slash Sentai podcast. It's going to be head up, headed up by uh, XV of the uh, RFC. Oh, cool. Didn't you guys just uh, destroy T-Formers podcast? We didn't destroy T-Formers Podcast. Uh, T-Formers Podcast is um, Anthony slash Ironhide1975 is uh, too busy these days. Uh, I understand that. I've been, you know, I've done the corporate thing too. But uh, he doesn't have uh, time to juggle, you know, the work-life balance. So he's uh, ending the T-Formers.com podcast and uh, Radio Free Cybertron is taking over as the official podcast of T-Formers.com. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was listening to your all's last episode of the decade and talking about bludgeon for, for for all that I've heard about this toy. You guys sure complained about it a lot. No toy is perfect. Well, true. I, I, in fact, I can't think of a toy that I love that I don't have some fundamental complaints about. I can think of one that I love that I have no complaints about whatsoever. Which one? Mighty Mug Shockwave. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean, that, that may be the one exception, I do have to admit. <laughs> Uh, but, but that's just me. Um, I'm going to be doing a little bit something a little different this time around in ToyCast. We're each going to be talking about two toys. This will not be a normal thing here on ToyCast, but um, I have been trying and trying and trying to get rid of these damn Transformers movie Mighty Mugs and just couldn't do it. Nobody would buy them. Nobody would trade me anything for them, so I said, screw it. I opened them, and they're probably going to end up on the back of the shelf somewhere, hidden, and, and yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I guess I will let you go first. What are you going to talk about for your... We'll, we'll just alternate. What are you going to talk about for your first one? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with the obvious one first. Uh, I, I'll talk about uh, Revenge of the Fallen Bludgeon. <laughs> okay. He's awesome. I love him. He, he's uh, He's a great toy. Uh, I Like I said, I, there's no toy that I really love that I don't have some complaints with. Um, the the tank mode is kind of limited. It, it looks small in the packaging. It looks like a deluxe toy. Um, but uh, the transformation is fairly complex. It's complex enough to where it's it, it's fun, but it's not so complex that it's aggravating. Like you know, alternators, vinyl tech, whatever. Um, but the robot mode, once you actually transform it, uh, it's very intricate. It's um, it, it's. It harkens back to the G1 toy. It's faithful in the sense that it try it, you know, it recreates Bludgeon, but it is so far superior to the original toy. There are uh, mechanical gimmicks galore. There are places to stow his swords, and I said swords plural. There are two. Um, he has the working me- uh, the well, I don't even remember the name of the technology, but where you can see the inner workings of the toy. Um, he's just a Frickin' darn awesome toy. I, I love it a lot. 
He's kind of flat, though. A little two-dimensional. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. I just, you know, I've heard people talking and talking and talking about him, and of course, as everybody knows from listening to this show, I am not a movie fan. Oh, me neither. I hate the movie. For the passion. <laughs> well, I like the movie. I don't like the toys. No, I hate the movie and like the toys, so it's <laughs> backwards. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, the, the movie just kind of sucks. But uh, the toys, if the toys aren't like designed based on movie character designs, they're okay. But the uh, I, I think we said before that the, the movie designs don't really carry over well to toys. Uh, or actually, no, they, they, don't, they especially don't carry over well to uh, comics. But uh, they don't carry as, over as well to toys as, you know, they, as they are on the screen. But Bludgeon, he, um, we don't really have to worry about him being a movie design. So the toy is very much, I would say it's closer to being uh, a Cybertron-style toy, except much more intricate than the average toy, than um, like a movie design. I mean, it's truly exceptional. It's, it's, a, it's a great piece of work. So you're saying that we could possibly end up getting a Botcon version of this? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, it was more likely that we would have gotten a Botcon version of another toy, which was renamed Bludgeon. But it's entirely possible that um, the guys at Fun Pub could come up with a, a, a way to reuse the mold, probably remold the head. But, uh, I mean, anything's possible these days. Um, do you have any predictions for 2010 for Transformers? Uh, power core combiners. I mean, it, that's going to be the big thing this year. Uh, no clue when they'll be out. Probably summer, fall, but uh, I'm stoked. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. Now, is that the new official next toy line outside of the movie line? No, nothing, nothing has been confirmed openly, but from, uh, how do I say this? From rumblings from sources within Hasbro that I may or may not know, that that that's that's going to be it. Well, I'm just waiting for that cartoon. Because if oh oh yeah, absolutely. Because if the cartoon is anything like the War for Cybertron game designs, holy crap! I doubt it will be. War from War for Cybertron is going to be something separate. It's sort of like. Uh, for example, the War Within comic was something separate from the um, from the you know other universes. So I, I don't really anticipate War from Cybertron. In fact, I think it's been explicitly said that War for Cybertron is, is apart from the, the the toy line in the cartoon. Well, it would be nice if that design aesthetic though, because I really like the design aesthetic of that game. It looks cool. It's okay. It's kind of like a cross between Armada and War Within. See, I've never seen any of the War Within stuff. I've seen bits and pieces of Armada and. I don't know, maybe it's just the G1 fan of me. I see more G1 stuff in that game than I do from from what I've seen. I mean, just that little teaser that they that they posted up. Well, like with Starscream. Starscream kind of looks like the Armada Starscream. And the Armada Starscream, it, it harkens back, is an homage to, to the G1 Starscream. I mean, basically every version of Starscream since... Oh goodness! I guess Armada has been is in some way or form, you know, sort of like represent representative of the original Starscream character design, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, you really can't do too much with a Starscream mold without making him a jet. I mean, I think the the biggest departure they made for Starscream was when they put 
his spark in Waspinator and Beast Wars. That was awesome. No, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying that, you know, you wouldn't expect... You know, you would expect him to go into, say, like, Pterosaur or somebody that... I, well, what Waspinator I'm sorry. Um, but, but, I mean, somebody that would resemble him more, because, you know, watching Beast Wars, since I'm doing that, that, that other podcast uh, of coming up here, before I remembered that Starscream was in that show, I thought Pterosaur was the G1 homage to Starscream, because the guy who does the voice sounds a lot like the Starscream character that Lotta did. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there are some, I mean, obviously Optimus Primal is uh, the homage to Optimus Prime, but, I mean, beyond that, I mean, you know, it's it's whatever you want to say. Megatron is kind of, sort of, an homage beyond the name to uh, the original design, but, uh, I mean, other than that, it's all up in the air and it's all conjecture. I mean, if you want to see a pterosaur, you know, Starscream and pterosaur, that's just as valid as me seeing, you know, Bumblebee and Cheetor, so... Really, Bumblebee and Cheetor? Well, I mean, I—they're the same color. They're the okay. kid characters. So, I mean, it, it, it's an archetype. It's not necessarily—it's um, not necessarily, you know, a strict. Hey, this guy is supposed to be our version of Bumblebee. I mean, they're all archetypes, one way or the other. Right, and, and I don't disagree with that. But I always thought of of Cheetor more of a Capart to Hot Rod slash Rodimus because of all the character growth. Because if you look at Cheetor in the beginning of Beast Wars, he's almost just like Hot Rod in the movie. And you look at him at the end of Beast Machines, and he's pretty much a more competent Rodimus, if you would think about it. Sure, and, and it's fluid. I mean, you know, the characters change. I mean, it, it's uh, Beast Wars is not a code for you know G one, so it's not like they have to take you know t- walk through the motions of recreating G one. In the beginning, he could be sort of a you know, backhanded, you know, homage of Bumblebee, and by the end he could be Rodimus, I mean, you know. That's true. I can agree with that. So, back to Bludgeon, would you recommend that everyone pick him up? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> uh, he, he's, at Walmart, he's currently uh, 21.53 with North Carolina sales tax. Uh, buy two of them. Keep one mitten box. <laughs> Give one to a kid. I mean, he's a great toy. Uh, I mean, there, like I said, there's some problems. Uh, XV reviewed the toy, and he said that if you didn't follow the, the strict transformation um, by the directions, that he, he, his transformation was a little cumbersome. Uh, luckily, I mean, I didn't use the instructions, but luckily, uh, the way I transformed him basically paralleled the way the instructions called, so I, I really didn't have a problem with that. But uh, he's just an excellent toy all uh, overall. I mean, <laughs> there's a little bit of kibble, uh, like on the hips, but Beyond that, man, he's he's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think it's just me and the whole no to movie toys thing. But uh, and I think the only exception that I've made to that rule is Ravage, is the Revenge of the Fallen Ravage. But um, yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. So I guess my first pick will be. Um. Actually, I'll get the ugly one out of the way first. Um, Transformers Mighty Mugs Movie Bumblebee <laughs> uh, What can you say about this thing That hasn't already been said um, He's black, yellow, and silver mainly 
Um, he does have a little bit of white. He basically looks like somebody tie-dyed him, I think. <laughs> like, literally, somebody took black and yellow paint, put it in diluted water, and threw this toy into it. <laughs> Just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know that old adage, don't, don't step in yellow or brown snow. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> One thing I I don't know are, are you that big into money mugs or are you not a fan? I I love uh, Shockwave from afar, but I've actually yet to buy one. Okay. Well, I made a comment on one of the other episodes of Toycast, and I'm not really sure. Um, Bumblebee, movie Bumblebee has the same design aesthetic as G1 Jazz, where the doors are on the back of it, and it it's almost like Starscream's wings. Yeah. Starscream Money Mug that has the detachable wings. Now, the wiki, the TF wiki, said on the Jazz one that the doors were detachable. Well, no, they're not. It doesn't look like they are on Jazz, and it doesn't look like they are on Bumblebee. It, they could be, but to me, it looks like they're molded right on there. It doesn't look like they can detach at all. I mean, it doesn't really bother me either way, but, you know. Uh, I, I don't know, I just... Again, going with the whole me hate movie toys thing um he's okay he's not the best thing in the world he's certainly not the best version of bumblebee ever um i don't know um he really does he really can't <laughs> cuz the whole point of the mo- of, of of the movie the whole point of the mighty mugs is they're supposed to pull off the the homage look and the cute look and the G1 Bumblebee, which is not actually out here on my desk, it's in the other room, but... He is cute. He has that, like, cute little smart face with these giant, you know, blue eyes and stuff, but, you know, in this one it tried to do the, the same thing, but, I mean, he's got, like, a speaker box for a mouth. <laughs> How the fuck can you make that cute? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, Welcome to Burger King, may I take your order? <laughs> you know... <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, and, you know, I don't know. It's just it's not something I would ever recommend to anybody. But, you know, if you're... And again, you know, I've said on, on this show plenty of times before, I think that the Mighty Mugs are for collectors. They are for people who do display only. And they are for homages. Um... That's just the way I think, and I understand that they were trying to capitalize on Revenge of the Fallen's, you know, popularity and success, especially the financial success, in doing this. But I think they wasted two molds. I seriously do. Um, I was looking up all of the Mighty Mugs, uh, like from Star Wars to Marvel to Indiana Jones to GI Joe and, and to Transformers earlier today, and. Um, Apparently, according to Wiki, well, not the TF Wiki, but the the Wikipedia.org, there is yet another wave of Transformers ones coming out. It it listed listed TBD, uh, Ironhide, and Prowl. Now, whether these happen or not, I don't know. I I would hope that they would. I mean, I I would think that there are plenty of Transformers characters that they they could make into Mighty Mugs. Tons, uh, you know, um, especially to keep the, you know, keep the line going, keep the, um, 
the homage is going. Um, I would even, you know, I've, I've said before, I would love to see some Beast Wars Mighty Mugs, just, just to see what kind of design elements that they could put into that. Because if you look at, you know, for me, Shockwave is the perfect example. Whoever thought you were going to get a uh, corded wire from the back of the body into his hand for the gun. I mean, that's just amazing. <laughs> it, it, it's interesting that, you know, uh, what, what you just said, and I know exactly what you're saying. They they have set up in, with this with this line a, a different set of expectations. We expect it to be you know the, this cute cuddly little you know round thing, and the fact that they actually went to the effort to mold the cord from his uh, back to his arm uh, that I mean that that's great. It, they've completely set up our expectations to do one thing, then they surpass it. I mean that that's pretty brilliant. Um, and the only. I would say outside of these two, outside of the movie mugs, only because again they're not they're not homages; they're just making money off of the movie. Um, I have to say, out of the original Autobots and Decepticons, the the worst one for me, unfortunately, is the G1 Bumblebee. But that's only because he is like two and a half inches shorter than everybody else. Well, that is an homage. I mean, he was shorter than everyone else. But. I, I don't You're know. getting less for your money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so, who are you going to be talking about next? Uh, music label, uh, Sound Blaster, or being a fan of the uh, RTM One Dubs new Soundwave. Okay. Uh, he is. Uh, I just recently picked this up. Um, I've been holding off on it. Uh, I actually bought this for someone in my wedding party last year as a groomsman gift and paid about three times what I paid for it this year. <laughs> um, he is, without a doubt, the best uh, representation of this uh, character, uh, Soundwave slash Soundblaster. Uh, the mold is great. Uh, the size is great. The articulation is fantastic. Um, the fact that it's an actual kind of sort of working MP3 player is awesome. Uh, I have some problems with it, though. The uh, plastic quality is iffy. It's not that the plastic quality is bad. The plastic quality feels more like a model kit rather than an actual toy. And that seems to extend to the other device label toys, or to the device label toys as well. Uh, I was talking the last time I was on about device label Ravage and how much I loved it. Well, that's until, you know, his jaw became dislodged, and I snapped it in two trying to put it back in place. So, um, right now, as far as, like, the build quality goes, I've had no problems with this toy. Uh, like I said, the mold is fantastic. It's incredibly articulated. Um, the way they integrate the, uh, you know, MP3 player functionality is awesome because it, it you know, it, it works. Uh, it's parallel to the way the tape player worked. Uh, the, the hinge door, you open that up and you put in a mini SD card, which is kind of unfortunate they went with mini SD as opposed to standard SD or micro SD, which both are used in far more applications. I actually had to buy a mini SD for this. And the problem with that is I got an SDHC uh, mini SD card, 4 gig, and he doesn't seem to support mini, uh, he doesn't seem to support uh, SDHC. Um, so, I have to get a smaller card, probably, in the one gigabyte range to get it to work as an MP3 player. But, um, he's very, w the paint job is good. 
Uh, my only problem is that he's lacking uh, some of the uh, touches that the, the G1 toy had. Uh, but for seven bucks, Delta Star at RepperLabels.com has um, a sticker kit to remedy that. So once you add those stickers, which I have yet to get, um, it, it, it makes him a closer representation to the original Sound Blaster slash uh, Soundwave toy. Um, yeah, I saw it. I'm, uh, I think you posted it on Twitter. You showed a picture of him with, with device label Ravage. Yeah. After you fixed Ravage's jaw... No, that was before. The, that, the toy was broken. I broke it yesterday. Okay. That's, that's kind of sad and unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know if it was you or somebody Somebody I follow on Twitter posted a picture of a Walmart exclusive at Toys R Us. Uh, my friend, that was Rob Springer. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure because I, I saw the retweet and I wasn't sure who it was. Does that really happen? Yeah. All sorts of crazy things happen. Uh, at the TF Wiki, there there is a um, a wiki on toy swapping, which is like a malady that's like it's it's pro- it's a problem everywhere. People take toys, uh, they open them, replace them with crap, and um, return them. I don't know how the person at the store managed to take the um, you know Fear Swoop set and trade it in at um, Toys R Us, but somehow it happened. I mean, crazier things have happened. I mean, uh, I remember someone, oh goodness, I think it was Armada or something, they actually swapped it for the G1 counterpart of the toy. Wow. And that w- I think that was just done to, to screw with uh, to screw with somebody, but I mean, they actually took, I, I, I don't even remember the toy, but uh, this got some coverage on um, Alt Toys Transformers or Allspark or somewhere, and... Um, they they opened the toy and put in the G1 um, namesake of the of the toy. That was kind of crazy. So it happens. Dang, that's nuts. Uh, so do you recommend the music or device label toys? Anybody? Uh, he's the only one that I have. I'm not really interested in the Optimus Prime music label toys. Uh, but if you can get him, I got him for forty bucks on eBay. Um, he's worth that. He's totally worth that. And my second pick will be the movie Optimus, and I'm sorry he does not inspire me to give him his, give him my face. It <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't inspire me to do so. Well, he he took the face; he didn't ask for it. Oh, true. Yes, but you know, it just doesn't. <laughs> it's a good representation of the um. I think it's more of a good representation of the actual leader toy <laughs> than it is the actual design from the film. I'm not saying that it is not the design from the film because it so is, but I don't know. I guess I've been watching too many leader class uh, Prime to- uh, reviews lately with all the repaints and Japanese stuff and whatever else. Um, but yeah, like all Mighty Mugs, his head turns 360, his arms turn... Um, Neither one of these, Bumblebee or Prime, come with a weapon. That's weird. I don't know why. Maybe it wasn't in the budget. I'm not sure. I mean, this guy, Prime, has, like... I mean, he's basically silver, black, blue, uh, red, um, and another shade of black, like, on the wheels. I mean, they're... The, there are details. They were able to get the flames on there. They were able to paint on the um, 
the smokestacks the way the the transformation looks on the actual leader class toy. Um, going back to Bumblebee, I do have to mention, I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe on the back of his head is the, um, it's supposed to be the the battle helmet, I guess. I don't know. It kind of looks like it, but I'm not really sure. I'd have to watch the movie again. Um, but going back to... Who wa- and who wants to watch the movie again? <laughs> Actually, I'm going to have to, because I need to get clips out of it for this, because I'm going to put a Bumblebee clip in <laughs> and an Optimus clip in at some point. Just play some Devo and that'll be good enough. <laughs> yeah, how would you like to whip it? <laughs> oh boy. Um, uh, I, I don't know. It's like I said before, these are probably going to be like, like I'll probably either put them inside Castle Grayskull, which is actually blasphemy, or I will just hide them somewhere on the bottom of the shelf. Because I really don't like them. I really don't. <laughs> but that's what happens when you buy toys in a wave set. And, yeah, whatever. Because uh, I actually got the, the Wave 3, like, a week before it was released. So. Oh, that congratulations. That's pretty awesome in and of itself. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were, like, showing up at stores, but they weren't, like, showing up around here. So, um... I just, I don't know, there was some, and I've said this before, so people would have heard this before, but there was some auction on eBay for them, coming out of uh, Taiwan or China, or coming out of somewhere, I don't know. Uh, I paid for them one day, and like four days later I had them. <laughs> Which is actually kind of uh, <laughs> kind of a miracle in it. In, in and of itself, uh, getting stuff from over, overseas. Yeah, I, what's cool is being like the first person to get something. Back in the day, uh, before <clears throat> before the proliferation of you know the the internet, when when the internet was much smaller, I was the first to find quite a few things like uh, transmetal tube black arachnia. And I think I was the first person on the in the online fandom to find uh, robots in disguise toys. So it's always fun getting a scoop on you know a scoop on that and everyone hating you for a, for a brief period. So. Yeah, I wasn't the first one, unfortunately, but I was one of the first, because uh, after I ordered them and I got the, the shipping notification from, from the seller on eBay, I said, okay, well, let's see if anybody else has got them. So I went on YouTube, and of course, um, a certain YouTube reviewer who gets everything first uh, before almost everybody else, who I am not going to name or give any props to on this show... <laughs> And let's just put it this way. He made me lose brain cells watching his video reviews. If, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, I've never watched any of his reviews, but from what I hear, he buys stolen stuff. So, you know, there, there you go. Two. Um, but the other thing is, he doesn't take a breath when he's advertising for Big Bad Toy Store. He tries to be John Machida, and he's not. <laughs> he tries to be John Machida in, in the Micro Machines commercials, but he's not. <laughs> Yeah, it may not be the person I'm thinking of, but if if it is, if it's not, I apologize. But you know, so. Oh, fair. <laughs> um, overall, I if you're gonna get, if you're going for Transformers Mighty Mugs, get the first two waves, which is G1 Optimus Prime, G1 Optimus, Bumblebee, Soundwave, Megatron, uh, and then Wave Two is Grimlock and Starscream. Get Wave 3, but only get Jazz and Shockwave. Do not get these movie toys. <laughs> these just... 
Oh, crap. I just don't like them. Just don't like them whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, do we have anything else we would like to discuss? Uh, other than, you know, this looks like a great year to be, uh, you know, to, to buy Transformers toys with the return, hypothetically, of um, classics uh, and power core combiners. I mean, I really don't have anything else. I do want to plug Radio Free Cybertron at tfradio.net, though. That's fine. That's more than fine. We're Consider it plugged. <laughs> we are all about plugging stuff on this show. <laughs> I mean, oh, boy. You know, hell, all of our podcasts end up getting plugged on, on all of the other podcasts. So, <laughs> um, oh, man. I wish they would give news already about that cartoon, though, because I want to know more about that already. Of course, you know that won't happen until Hasbro slash Discovery announces their their finalized details or whatever. Yeah, but things have a way of leaking, and it's it, even more to you know now than than ever. So, you know, with cell phone cameras and things like that, things have a way of showing up on the internet or 4chan or wherever. That's true. That's very very true. Um. I'm actually seeing as how I'm talking about the Mighty Mugs, I'm actually looking into getting more of them other than the Transformers ones because I already have them all now. But um, Like the Marvel Mighty, Bug, uh, Mighty Mugs? Oh yeah, I want those. There's a listing on eBay for all for 30 of them, which is everything. Every single wave plus the exclusives. The guy wants like 730 bucks for them plus $50 shipping. I averaged it like 30 figures, whether they're exclusive or not, 30 figures, if you average a Mighty Mug, say, anywhere from 10 to $17, that would come up to $450 for 30 of them. Not 730 <laughs> Well, he, he's done the job of, you know, collecting them for you, so... True, true. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a rip-off. That, that sounds like, t- things tend to go down in price when you, you oh, know, collect them like that. Oh, yes. Um... I did order <laughs> I did order the human torch one from Big Bad Toy Store. <laughs> it's it's gonna be coming at some point. I don't know when. Um, unfortunately, uh, Big Bad Toy Store, as much as I love them and they are the sponsors of this show, they kinda let me down because pretty much all the Marvel Mighty Mugs they have listed are half of them are sold out and I sent an email asking if they were gonna be restocked. Not at this time. Well that sucks. <laughs> Well, with Big Bad Toy Store, there's probably a higher purpose. Because I'm, I'm never going to rip on the Big Bad Toy Store because I, I love them so much. Ripping on them, really, it's just it's, it's kind of sad that they won't get restock of something that I now want that I can't get from them anymore. Yeah, that does suck. So that's that's really what I'm ripping on. It's not really their, them themselves, but it's just the fact that they had items they no longer have, and they're not getting them in. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what else should we talk about? Uh, I can't think. Oh, I did find out. I didn't realize. You know, you mentioned the the end of Robot Heroes. Um, but you know, when I first got the the RC Frenzy set, I knew the I know I knew on RC her arms moved and stuff. I had no idea the head had art- articulation. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Her eyes look like they're gonna bug out of her head though. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, 
I was looking at that set today. I, I don't have it. Um, I was looking at it at Big Lots, and I was contemplating buying it, but they always mark up everything by, like, 20% when, when it gets to Big Lots, and I just can't justify that. How much was it? Seven fifty. I paid six ninety nine. Dude, I, I, I think 5 bucks is as much as I'm willing to pay. Uh, I can go to Ross and um, find stuff for, like, sets for, like, three two ninety nine. so... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, the, uh, the RC one, because of her eyes, she kind of reminds me of Baxter Stockman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Alright, well, I think we're going to end this episode before it goes into a giant rat hole. (laughs) Our shows tend to do that. I don't know if you've really listened to any of our other episodes, but the last two episodes... In like the final, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of each, we, in one, Michael Wilson and I... Uh, yeah, he's talking about G2 Hero Prime or something. If yeah, I he was, and by the end of that show, we were talking about our favorite Dennis Quaid movies. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, thank you for joining us here on ToyCast. There are several ways to get in contact with us to leave feedback for the show. First, you can visit www.geekcastradio.com. Find all the other GCRN podcasts there. The second is you can stop by predaconempire.com slash nexus. Those are our new forums. The third is you can leave the show feedback on iTunes. Yes, please do this. The fourth is you can visit yet another great geek culture website, www.earth-2.net, and you can find our threads for the shows in their self-promotion section of the forums. And the fifth email address, which is tftoycast at gmail.com. We now have a voicemail line. Call us and leave us your thoughts on each episode. Be sure to say which show you're leaving a message for and your name. The number is 502-526-5821. You can follow us on Twitter. The show name there is TFToyCast. Mine is TFG1Mike. And what is your Twitter? Uh, B. Kilby. And you can also follow at TF Radio too. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's just at TF Radio. It's not TF. Radio 2. It's just... <laughs> wow, that ran into each other. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode of ToyCast and wish you'll join us next time. Be sure to visit our sponsors, BigBadToyStore.com, for all your Transformers and other toy-related needs and more. For now, I am TFG on Mike with... Brian Kilby. Saying any more words of Optimus Prime, transform and roll out, and thank you for listening. Until next time. Let's roll. <laughs>